so from James Delaney, we've got the Millennium Bugs. The Millennium Bugs? Yeah. Millennial Bugs. Uh, 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 uh. I got you. I don't. What? I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just said a thing. Yeah. Um, the Millennium Bugs. So, uh, for those who don't know what the Millennium Bug was, <laughs> it was an anticipated... Uh, catastrophe the worst thing about it is like 23 or below yeah right yeah that's you were like or yeah. more like, yeah, or you, more. like 20 you might be 27 and not yeah yeah because you, like, you'd have been three yeah it's crazy isn't yeah. it yeah um so right millennium bugs yeah um the millennium bug was a an anticipated uh catastrophe mm. uh during the year 2000 yeah uh, specifically when 2000 rolled over to, to uh, well 1989 rolled over to 2000 yeah um, that uh, the clocks on loads of computer systems would roll over to the year 2000 and because like the clocks hadn't anticipated going from 99 to yeah a thousand all the yeah. clock systems were built on code that basically used two digits to save space yeah on the year yeah um, like a bunch of stuff uh, like when it rolled over to 2000 it would think that it had gone back in time mm. not really think that but it would ruin its like ordering systems yeah yeah um, and therefore like if, if you had like a um, let's say a, a fridge that used an internal clock that fridge would turn into an 18th century washboard <laughs> it was more for stuff like healthcare stuff right like <laughs> where like if someone um if someone like had an appointment in uh the in the next few days yeah, to yeah. have their have a heart transplant or something that transplant would turn into leeches from that, the 15th century it would yeah it would it would morph transmogrificate yeah. into that no it would just come up as already having happened so uh, it right. like it 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 wouldn't go forward. So all the systems would go down. Same thing, like all manner of weird things would happen to all manner of systems. Yeah. And like, all most automated systems would, would struggle. Mm. Uh, Your computer would turn into a printing press. That's that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I thought that just like the computers were going to start attacking us. Yeah. Because yeah. in every, because we were what, like nine when we were worried, being yeah. worried, becoming worried about this. Yeah. Um, uh, when Tomorrow's World was telling us about it. Oh, yeah. And almost every news, uh, like kind of segment mm. had this picture of a of a of a, um, a it's like a tr black triangle on a yellow background with a bug on it right yeah it's like it was like it had a had a, had a microchip yeah but it had eyes yeah and the, like the an angry looking bug yeah yeah exactly um and we were and that's all i knew about it same so i knew to be worried about it but not why yeah so um yeah anyway the millennium bug it was circumvented quite handily by people just changing the code on those systems. Yeah. Just like it was a big initiative. Uh, loads of people got involved um, and they prevented it from happening. There's, there's Disaster a, averted. A, the, the only way uh, that Catherine Zeta-Jones and Sean Connery can get into this bank vault yeah. is when they're swapping the, the time over Okay. in Entrapment. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Because that's fucking weird. It's a whole strange plot point to that movie. <laughs> Requires the Millennium Bug. Well, no, it's it's to avoid the Millennium Bug, says Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay. 
I think, at least I think it's Catherine Cedar Jones in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not seeing it. So they 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 they're doing a patch on the on the software. Yeah, so yeah. That they can now in Entrapment they it's, can get into the. It's place. in uh, the Patronus Towers. Mm. And uh, Sean Connery's dangling from the bridge between them at one point. Mm, all right. Quite, Quite energetic for for, for 1999. Yeah, I can't remember uh, much about that movie, but I remember <laughs> I remember that plot point being really odd. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Millennium Bugs mm. would be like, what if, like, there actually was a dangerous, a dangerous, uh, like, all microchip your, monster. All your household appliances turned into bugs. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing we hadn't anticipated. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like all the experts saying, there's nothing to be worried about. It's all a system thing. Yep. Like, and then bang like your your sink turns into a pile of writhing bugs <laughs> your sink it's yeah even, it's not, not even, even electric gonna, not even electric it's just it's just an appliance in anything it. Yeah, yeah anything um but like your ps1 disk drive okay pops so, open and there's a lot of spiders yeah so this is what's happened yeah a you know how um, you know how in on the internet, mm. so much of code just generally, and I don't mm. just mean on the internet, but like so much of code generally mm. is written by like one, uh, like based on the foundations of like one person's like passion project. Yeah, they just did. They just wrote a little like back in the nineteen seventies mm. or like back in the 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 eighties or nineties. They wrote a script. To just make coding on a website like slightly easier, yeah. And then because coding is like a it, it, technology that's developed, mm. everyone now uses that, yeah. R- right down to the to, to the most to, to the like uh, most modern websites mm. for corporate corporations and stuff. Everyone uses Keith's like little string of code. Yeah, right? I, I thought you were referring to HTML, um, but. I mean, like, yes, but... but, but I, I love how in this everything. universe we've called it Keith's bit of code. Like, HTML is an example of that. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's a more fundamental process than this. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that, like, there are these people who've gone... People who've gone kind of unheralded, but they're a huge building block of, like, software. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, point being that Keith's little string of code yeah. is in everything, yeah, right? Yeah. And Keith disappeared, like went off to the woods and left a message in his little string of code Mm. that was like a warning about the millennium bug, right? And people people assumed it to be one thing, right? Which is to say that the the clocks will roll over. But what he actually meant, and this is what someone learns when they they kind of are looking into the code and they they realize that one of the strings of code has another little comment in it. Yeah, yeah. Encoded. Yeah. Yeah. but uh, it's not. It's not like an English, any Earth-like. No, characters. It's, it's in strange characters. Yeah, yeah. it's in. It's in ancient it's in glyphs. runes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, like they go off in search to the woods where they, the the, the Keith, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's. Yeah. Uh, played by um, Richard Ayoade. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, goes off to the woods. Uh, he just wanders off where, where, yeah, like where, where he was last known to exist. Yeah, right. 
and finds all these similar like glyphs carved into trees in the woods as they as he walks through mm. or as, as whoever this is walks through um let's call it um Anna Kendrick okay um is a software developer yeah, yeah. and she's like I, I can't I can't I, I just can't make this uh, this string work yeah. I'm going to have to look into Keith's little bit of code uh, I'm going to have to look look deeper into this this thing because it just won't work for some reason this is 1999 yeah yeah um, she, she's in a power suit yeah. and has a Princess Diana haircut yes yeah, yeah. for sure uh, I'm going to have to go and talk to Keith I think and they're like uh, Rachel you're in you're in uh, uh, Silicon Valley <laughs> You're going all the way to London? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it, these runes are in an ancient Arthurian burial site. Yep. That Richard O'Head is living in. Just outside of London. Yeah, just it's outside the of only London. Place that this movie knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even outside of London. It's yeah. Hampstead Heath. It's Hampstead Heath. <laughs> it's Henman Hill. Yeah. Henman Hill. <laughs> Not even like a big park. <laughs> it's just some parts of the Wimbledon <laughs> tennis court. Bit of scrubland just outside the Wimbledon tennis court. <laughs> when you say forest, <laughs> it's originally about just walking up this little hill. Yeah. Little mound. And we've put we've put um we've put fake trees on the side. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Matte paintings, all if anything. Of, all of which have like these runes scrolled into the side of them. Yeah. And so, you know, she's got she's got to figure out what these runes mean um when she discovers that, that Richard Iowadi was I don't know, Keith what happened to Keith? Was he eaten by spiders? Was is he like hiding in Henman Hill? Does he have a bunker down He's there? He's got a little little hobbit bunker. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she is like, wait, hang on. If I analogize this this rune, because um, there's someone following around. Uh, Maisie Williams is following around. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I analogize this rune to to uh, the function. Uh, like go to, yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I I analogize this rune to to another thing. Well, it it's telling me to go round to the side of Henman Hill. Oh, but uh, I think I think she goes in, yeah. meets um, Richard Awadi, mm-hmm. who goes, "Oh, it's great you found me. I am Merlin." I am known as Keith in this modern day, but I was once known as a great sorcerer in <laughs> King Arthur's court. Okay. I like where this is going. I don't know where it's going, but I like it. You are worthy of the sword Excalibur. <laughs> Anna Kendrick's character. Only only you can fight off the hordes of bugs that are that are going to be riddling riddling people's home appliances in the <laughs> in the next in the next few days, and, and she, as the and, turn of the millennium comes around, and Anna Kendrick says, "No, no, no, don't worry, we fixed it." And he's like, "What?" Uh, and she says, "No, no, the millennium bug. When the clock rolls over, we fi- we've 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 done all the coding for what? for the it, the 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 clocks won't crash anymore. It, it, it won't it won't it won't do that. What function? I've been waiting for over a thousand years for this." 
No, yeah, we've 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 fixed the whole clock thing. The return of the return of our king. I don't I don't know about that. Uh, hey, take the sword. You're worthy. You found me in my bunker underneath <laughs> Henman Hill. Thanks. Go back to going to go back to the Millennium Bug thing. Yeah, the clock thing you were talking about. I think right. Yes, I put my own runes in every every bit of code in every every electrical appliance in the land. So what's this about the the bugs? The, like the, we fixed the bugs. All the appliances are going to turn to bugs. That was that was the <laughs> prophecy. You saying you've averted it? You've got rid of it? <laughs> uh, yes, I think we fixed the bugs. Oh. Well then, this world has no more need for me. <laughs> throws a throws like a smoke bomb on the ground, disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Credits roll. At which point? At which point? Like that's when we cut away to someone, someone's microwave turning into bees. Oh no! I I, I think it's Crisis of Earth. We couldn't okay. afford. We couldn't afford. The special effect. It's, it's mainly the. Um... So we're not going with the things turning to bees. We're yeah. just. It's just the clock thing. Yeah, yeah. We've got to dig a hole in the Henman Hill. You know how much that would cost. <laughs> That's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. They, won't, they won't let us anywhere near that no, place. We're gonna have to do it under the cover of night, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loads of money. Put up a tent during yeah. Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. And just get a spade out. Anna Kendrick comes out of the hole with a sword <laughs> that does nothing. Yeah, because there's nothing to slay. Yeah, <laughs> crisis averted. Crisis averted. The Millennium Bugs. The crisis was averted before the movie started. <laughs> yeah, it's just about her telling it's... Merlin that the Millennium Bug won't happen anymore. Hey. Nothing really bad happens in the Da Vinci Code, <laughs> does it? I don't know. Exactly. I didn't watch it. No, like just I think just a murder happens in the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's bad enough. In yeah. this, nothing. Yeah. Happens. But it's the journey Anna Kendrick goes on. Got it. Okay. To find out <laughs> where Excalibur is. is fine. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That was the Millennium Bugs. Thank you, James Delaney, for that one. Avatar 2, right? Yeah. Got got these walking crab submarines, yeah. right? Why do they walk sideways? Like crabs. <laughs> because there's... They're there's, human-made. They're not... Because there's something evolutionarily important to the way that crab's legs work <laughs> that makes them good in the water. <laughs> but you're designing a thing. Yeah. Why has it got to walk sideways? Copy copy the crab. Copy the crab. (laughs) Copy everything. Just copy. Yeah. Don't don't even put the viewing hatch forwards. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could rotate the eyes one hundred like like ninety degrees. Yeah. Like the eyes, the 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 viewing hatch, ninety degrees, and easily be able to see where you were going. Well, I think it's a three sixty degree viewing hatch. Well, then that's all right. Almost. Mostly, but it's just sort of like... In that case, they don't walk sideways, though, do they, Tom? They walk forwards, but but the crab's legs look like they're going sideways. Yeah. But, like, it's the thing with robots, right? Yeah. Why are we making robots that walk like humans? Why can't we go, right, what is a better way of moving? 
over like land. I think we've tried. It's like the wheel and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we've tried, and every time we, it bumps up against something yeah. that can't be done. Hmm. I think evolution does a good job of designing by uh, like 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 testing trials. Yeah, yeah. Like I, we could make a design and then test it out, hmm. and then see what happens. Then go back to the drawing board, test the next one out. Yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. Evolution's been doing that for for for, for millennia. Ooh, so we just copy it. Yeah. But in the case of the crab, yeah. right? Why? <laughs> have you seen have you seen the um uh thing about what's it? Uh, it might be something like carcinization. Mm. What's it called? Anyway, it's the I can't remember the name of it, but the idea is it's um the fact that the crab shape mm. is the most evolved, like yeah. is, is the most frequently. No, Every, everything evolution. evolves to crabs. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, yeah. everything evolves to crabs. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I was annoyed in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, where he <laughs> forces the evolution of those animals. Yeah, and they don't all turn into crabs. They just turn into human animals. Yeah. Human, like, anthropomorphized animals. It's like, no, no, no. What they should do is just... what. Maybe that's what he did before, all the, all the experiments we see on screen. Yeah. He, he just got annoyed that everything turned into crabs. <laughs> <laughs> um, disaster movies. Yeah. Do you think that there is a so we we talk a good about... disaster movie? Yeah. No. No. You don't no think there I, I don't one? think there is. No. No. Because you know what that's happening at the end, don't you? Yeah. So it's yeah. Just... You, well, yeah. Titanic's supposed to be a good disaster movie. People say that. People say that. Yeah. <laughs> you like it when that guy bounces off the off bounces off the the. the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits the fan. The propeller. Yeah. On the propeller. Yeah. He, he falls off. And then it's, good point, yeah. I, I can play that in my mind yep. very vividly. And um, what's his name? The uh, uh, the engineer, architect guy. Um, Grey hair, at the end he's like, he drinks whiskey and then he puts the whiskey oh, on the mantelpiece and then it falls. Uh, Victor Garber. Victor Garber. Yeah. He's good in it. Yeah, yeah. Although you see him twice. Yeah. Um, like... The rest I could I could take. There's that one scene where the water looks really tasty in the bottom of that stairwell. <laughs> I know you. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does look really nice. It's like almost ready to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, too that, clean that water. <laughs> yeah, too clean. Far too clean. Um, but like, yeah, no. Is there? Is there? So my anticipation, my my um, understanding of the. The mesh, the um, scaffolding, the narrative scaffolding of a, of a disaster movie is yeah. that a an expert finds out that something might be happening, yeah. has to battle with the powers that be to make them understand. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing starts happening anyway. Yeah. Perhaps someone tries to take advantage of it, or someone tries to um, uh, like cover it up, or someone tries to uh, like. deal with it Mm. either way like the biggest impedance to stuff is usually human and then uh the thing happens and then it's just a scramble to to get people safe yeah yeah like is that like that's you've got it is there anything are are there any disaster movies you can think of that don't have that that route hmm because you look at stuff like twister right where it's not, not really a disaster, disaster movie, movie, but it is chasing like it's a, it's about obsession, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like 
at the heart of it is a man who's so obsessed with something that he's losing everyone around him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not a disaster movie. It, it's got some visual effects that are like these are great. Yeah, like it's, it's a natural. It's about a natural. It's about a natural weather disaster. system, a natural disaster. But I wouldn't call it a disaster movie. Oh, You're right in saying he's it's pretty, like he's a... pretty disastrous as a person. <laughs> You're right in saying it's about obsession. Yeah, but it's not a disaster movie because, like, with disaster movies, yeah, no one's chasing after mm. the disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, no one's documenting the disaster. Yeah, um, the disaster is happening to people. He's yeah. going out and looking for it and then you look at you know your, your deep impacts and stuff and it's like oh disaster averted is the, yes. is, is the route that that goes for the action heavy ones mm. um like i don't think that's the i mean hang on that is the case with moonfall but it's weird right like the, the plot is like aliens and and fucking nonsense <laughs> <laughs> moonfall yeah right really funny movie <laughs> really funny movie intentionally no yeah didn't no so. there are some jokes in there yeah um worth watching yeah worth watching for i cannot for the life of me tell you his name samuel tarley from yeah. game of yeah, thrones yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at a spacex poster yeah and he goes what would elon do <laughs> he does it a few times yeah it's like i love elon musk like <laughs> it's really weird uh, and like, no. and like when I was watching it, I was just like, I get the impression Samuel Tarley was not the first choice, yeah, for this character, and it it wasn't. No. It was Josh Gad. Okay, and I totally get why. I totally get why. Um, I've only seen Josh Gad in like two things. Yeah, was he in Frozen? Yeah, yeah, he was uh, Olaf, Olaf in Frozen. In Frozen yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've seen him in that. Yeah. And I've seen him in Artemis Fowl. Oh, wow. So, uh, I don't have a great impression of the guy. Yeah? Did <laughs> you see him in Beauty and the Beast? Is he in that? I That that movie slid off my brain. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like water off a duck's back. <laughs> like, okay. Like, apart from Aladdin, none of the Disney live actions have gone in. Yeah. I forgot some of them came out. Yeah, I, seriously. I, yeah, I forgot Beauty and the Beast came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talk- listing them off. Yep. I'm like, oh, do you like this one? No. Do you like this one? No. Do you like this one? No. Beauty and the Beast. I've seen that one. <laughs> but like, so he was the first choice for this guy in 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 Moonfall. Yeah. Totally get it. Like, he feels more appropriate for that style of character. Yeah. But Moonfall, right? If you don't know, is about the moon sort of going off its axis. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene. Where the people monitoring the moon, you know, like we do. Like we do. We've got Constantly a thing. Monitoring, monitoring the moon. Like, like there's a whole station just sort of like, what's happening with the moon? It's off its axis. It's like we were we were just sort of monitoring the moon's axis just yeah. in case this kind just of thing would case. happen. Yeah. Apparently. It, uh, hello. Uh, Centre for Moon Axis Monitoring. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like, there might as well be that line in. I know there's a, I know there's a line which is ripped almost directly from a Life's a Pitch episode yeah. where Samuel Tal is like, I need to speak to the head of NASA. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm the head of NASA. No, that's, that's it. <laughs> that is the scene right there. And also, Halle Berry gets a phone call and it's no one from NASA. 
on the screen. On the screen, it just says NASA. <laughs> just NASA. NASA's, NASA's calling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The doesn't sound like a very good movie. Doesn't not not a movie I'm gonna watch. No, no. Like you could take it or leave it. If you're in the mood for like, uh, holy shit, how did this get made? Yeah. Uh, definitely put that film on. Mm-hmm. Some of the CGI in it is atrocious. Yeah. For for how much, like for for like Independence Day and yeah. Death to Tomorrow mm-hmm. and to some degree 2012. Kind as of well. kind of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, for for some of those, the like the CG was the selling point. Yeah. The the visual effects, special Watching effects. Watching a big tidal wave go across past. Um, the uh, the Statue of Liberty, yeah. a bit freezy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're like, whoa! Yeah, this one, it looks like clip art. <laughs> it looks like clip art. It looks like clip, like not that bad, but like it looks like clip art. Like, and this is the thing about Moonfall as well, right? The twist. I'm going to spoil it now because it's a f- go go right ahead. Like it does, it did not ruin the movie for me if you if you are intent on watching this movie and, you, and you're worried about spoilers um, just skip ahead 30 seconds <laughs> so the moon is a Dyson sphere right around a little star right built by ancient humans who started who, who like built an AI that killed them wiped them out and that Earth is... is now like the remnants of that. That's ridiculous. It, yes, yeah, it's 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 pretty, <laughs> it's pretty fucking dumb. That's wow. That's less plausible than Stargate. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not ancient aliens. It's ancient humans in this yeah. in this film. Um, but yeah, with um, with this. Mm-hmm. So so that's. At some point, they're flying into the moon, and there's yeah. all this oh, shit. Yeah, I should have said two minutes. I oh suppose. yeah, probably. <laughs> oh well, no one cares. Um, and they get there on a shuttle, the space shuttle. I think it's like Endeavor or something like that. Mm-hmm. What the what they do with Endeavor is impossible. That mm. and like it's a disused. These shuttles needed tons and tons of maintenance. You've definitely said this before. <laughs> yeah, in the bit where we got deleted. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and I couldn't help but think, like, that's that's ridiculous. That's unrealistic. Mm. It really took me out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like they're building a new spaceship or whatever. Mm. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> that yeah. rocket doesn't work. What are we doing? And it just took me out of the movie. Not, in which not the not the like rest of the twist. No, no, like the rest of the twist is fine. Yeah. it's silly, it's dumb. But I was just like, if you're gonna use actual things, <laughs> make it fucking realistic. <laughs> it's so stupid and just so <laughs> ham-fisted. Yeah, I, I mean, hate it. I, I, I would, I would venture that the rest of the movie is probably the what, what, what was the, the, the less successful part. I kept on having to the... tell myself, it's like, don't get hung up on these things. <laughs> the moon was built by ancient humans. In real life. In real life. Yeah. yeah anything yeah. can happen. Therefore, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. You should, I'm going to go onto the IMDb page and I'm going to say, 
Um, I think somebody's those, already got there. Those Matt. landers, those 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 rockets, yeah. do need constant maintenance, and the parts would have worn out by the time they got to that. Yeah. However, the moon was built by ancient aliens, <laughs> so anything could happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a movie. It's a fiction. It's a work of fiction. No, no. I, I, I'm just going to comment. All that. Yeah. Those, these are my these are my scientific problems with the movie. Yeah. However, the moon was built by ancient aliens. So, what do we know? What do we know? <laughs> because I've just found out that the moon was built by ancient aliens. Therefore, maybe it doesn't need that much yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Maybe there's air up there. It's fucking weird. <laughs> that and Michael Pena is in mm. the movie as like a rubbish stepdad who only cares about cars. Right. And uh, he's got like a re- redemption moment. <laughs> Great. Where he runs out of air moments before the air comes back because the air's going yep. on the earth. On the earth. Loads of people die. Yeah. It's, re- it's a fucking ridiculous <laughs> movie. Um, can we move on? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, like other disaster movies the, the point being that like yeah you have ones where disaster is averted and yeah. then you have ones where they just stand on top of a mountain and watch it happen yeah yeah well, which ones where disaster gets averted I guess like Armageddon Armageddon Deep Impact yeah. that sort of thing um, like there are there are ones where yeah you you're able to evacuate the place or whatever for a start yeah um you could even say that there are some disaster movies like, uh, um, not they're not natural disaster movies, but disaster movies like uh, Speed Two, mm. where the boat the the threat is that the boat's just going to crash into a harbor. Yeah, would you say like, I, I guess natural disasters and man-made disasters mm. are two very different movies for sure. You'd call Die Hard a disaster movie, would you? Yeah. The For... building's being hijacked. Yeah, but like nothing, nothing blow. Like the building doesn't fall to the ground or anything. But it does get blown up. Like the entire building. The top bit of the building gets blown up. There's some explosions up there, but I wouldn't yeah. call it like a a like hmm. a disaster. I'd... Whereas like Air I... Force One, I'd call a disaster. Yeah, like. I would say probably that's got some disaster elements to yeah. it. Like I think I think. Disaster really is 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 in the eye of the beholder. No, the disaster <laughs> really, really, I think, is in the um, extended worry. Mm. It's the it's the wide ranging worry. Yeah. Right. Like it, disaster of a train derailing. Disaster of a, yeah. like the what if the earth starts losing all its air disaster of these super volcanoes could explode disaster of um what if all the um trees decided they hate us yeah you know like um it's this anxiety Mm. made into this work like huge global scale yeah and then um or global scale or more interesting i would more interestingly i would say just just put to the size of like hundreds of people could die like uh, that that sort of thing this this mm. thing crashes this thing this skyscraper falls down skyscrapers yeah. in a disaster movie yeah. um like towering inferno yeah, yeah for sure um like ones where like 
you know, you have this huge, whether it's man-made or it's natural, mm. um, like disaster, you are, it's a spectacle. Mm. It's what if, what if all the things went wrong? Yeah. Uh, movie right yeah um which is why titanic is is, is like be, even before the movie why it captured so many people's imagination right yeah. because it was this huge loss of life mm. if everything went wrong the difference between this you know skyscraper this bullet train this uh mm. this incredible ocean liner mm. And the disaster that happened is like man's hubris versus the, yeah. the, the downfall. I get, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> going back to your sort of explanation of the disaster movie, yeah. I really want to really see the, the experts on the Titanic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going <laughs> to... You're going to crash. You're going to hit an iceberg. <laughs> no one was saying that. Wasn't that Victor Garber? I die, maybe. I think, I, I think Victor Garber breaks down at some point and says like if the if the water gets to above a certain level of bulkheads they didn't want to give put the money in for the yeah for, to, to make the bulkheads go high enough yeah so if if the water gets in above the third deck or something then then it's sunk yeah it, like it's it's some like well they were talking about the lifeboats the, yeah the whole yeah. reason that we um like have him as a point of view and yeah. have the captain as a, the, that convers those conversations because mm. like Rose and fucking Jack aren't talking to them yeah yeah right we think of it as a movie about Rose and Jack but we keep cutting back to the captain and, and Victor Garber I guess you're right yeah yeah um, <laughs> the, the captain is like no no we, we've got to go ahead we've got to go ahead and make money <laughs> I'm not putting any more bulkheads on this that's what he says we're halfway across the Atlantic <laughs> We can't. We can't. Where are we gonna stop by? I tell you what. We'll stop by. Uh, we'll ask if those penguins over there have any bulkheads for us. <laughs> penguins <laughs> in the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah. There's an iceberg over there. We'll stop by. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and yeah. He's like, no, we can't afford the bulkheads. <laughs> Do you want to pay for them? Not in this economy. <laughs> It'll cost an awful lot of money. Do you have that money? No, we're we're not putting these bulkheads in. <laughs> so shut up, Victor. Are you are you questioning my my skills as a captain? <laughs> I tell you what, if anything goes wrong, I'll buy you a whiskey. <laughs> the the fact that the captain sounds fucking nothing like this in that movie. It's Bernard no, no, Hill. We're just making it up. It's Theoden from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, like that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that like you know it requires someone who represents not only just the hubris of man, mm. but probably a specific hubris of man. Yeah, you know, like a, a particular like either, either whether it's cutting corners mm. or it's this can't possibly go wrong. Like we don't need the backups. Or we don't need to monitor that because we we take it for granted. Yeah. Even in Moonfall, mm. where they're thinking about the axis of the, there's a whole center for watching the axis of of the moon, um, <laughs> just just in case. One of the archetypes in this that's that keeps on coming up, right in films nowadays, yeah. is the crazy YouTube guy. Yes, yeah. They, everyone's inspired by the people, the the YouTube guy who like solves the mi murder mystery or the yeah, um, you know the, that, that sort of thing. Because that's that's Samuel Tarly in Moonfall, mm. and it's it like I think uh, Woody Harrelson in um, 
2012 mm-hmm. does that. Yeah. Uh, where he's talking about, Yellowstone's going to blow up, man! And stuff like that. You've got uh, Randy Quaid in Independence Day. Yeah. That, like, this is before YouTube. Yeah. So he's just a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, he's just a crackpot with a video camera. Yeah, no video camera. Oh, really? He's just a crazy he's person. A crazy guy. Yeah. Uh, Xander Cage. Xander Cage? <laughs> the crazy YouTube guy. <laughs> He's got the YouTube channel, The Xander Zone. No, Matt, that, that, that movie was a disaster. It wasn't a disaster movie. Triple X is not a disaster. You take that back. Actually, no, it's not. It's a, it's a, fun, it's a fun movie. A I disaster mean, averted, though. Yeah, disaster he averted. Stops, he stops that that plague Nuclear gas. Nuclear sub with a plague gas in it, yeah. Preparation H? Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's Austin Powers. <laughs> Preparation H. <laughs> I was like, "What's the what's the gas called in Triple X?" It's not preparation. I, I remember thinking, "Like, what was? Is it Chimera?" But that's Mission Impossible Three or something. Oh, no, that's four. I think four. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only remember because I'm saying Chimera. <laughs> um, I made a, a virus called Chimera. Mission Impossibles are interesting because yeah, they're all, they all sort have, of disaster averted yeah. stuff. Fallout, right? It's disaster averted, but you really don't see any of the actual disaster. Well, because they stuff. they do it well. They 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 they, they prove that the mission isn't isn't impossible. <laughs> but that's the problem. I think I think like also that's a problem with so at least in the mo- in the latest Bond, mm. which I didn't dislike actually. Mm. Um, uh, what was it called? No time to die. No time to die. Yeah, you saw the stakes. Because you saw loads of people just instantly die of this, yeah. this virus, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's like, oh no, that's gonna happen to the world, maybe. Yeah. It, like I know it's not that. It was like here's a threat to individuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the 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 point being that the stakes were made. Yeah, yeah. And shown to you, mm. and that is very effective in that way. Mm. Whereas I think in Mission Impossibles, mm. frequently, it's... I have no fucking idea. It's just a MacGuffin, isn't in it? In any of the Mission Impossibles, yeah. what anyone's plan was, including Tom Cruise's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for all I know, Tom Cruise's character's goals could be the same as Tom Cruise's the actor's goals, which is, I want to climb up the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> that was it in Mission Impossible. Uh, is it Ghost Protocol? Ghost Protocol, yeah. Uh, it's the the one where they started just naming Mission Impossibles. It wasn't Mission Impossible Four. Yeah. Um, there was the trilogy, and then it's just now it's just was it Dead Reckoning Part One? Yep. Or something. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, no, it means nothing. And I tell you what, yeah. if I ever watch that movie, which I probably won't, yeah. I won't understand what the threat is. No, no, no. You never do in Mission Impossible movies. It, as far as I understand, in in, in Ghost Protocol, yeah, uh, the threat is people might be quite cross at you, Tom Cruise. Ooh, it's like living in the real world. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere. Really, maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.